Hey guys, Jeremy here, and today I'm gonna to talk to you about one of my favorite books, easily one of my top five favorite books, Compelling People, The Hidden Qualities That Make Us Influential. A must read for all leaders who wanna maximize their influence on others. And this book has had a profound effect on me and my leadership um, and the way I lead people and the way I run my company here at Nested Naturals. So really the main thing to keep in mind is that all leadership is, is influence. Leadership is influence. Effective leadership is effective influence. Ineffective leadership is not having the ability to influence others. And if you're an entrepreneur, like I know many of you are who watch this channel, you're gonna to need to rally people together on board with your mission, whether it's in person, whether it's remote, however you've built your team, you're gonna to have to be able to exert influence and you wanna be effective with that. But it really comes down to one main principle and it gets right into it off the top. And ultimately, it is this. The most influential people has a harmonious balance of strength and warmth. Strength and warmth. And the book gets into this right off the top. I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna start in the, the intro here. This is the preface. Right off the top here in the preface, this book explains how character judgments work. When people size you up, what are they looking for? It also explains how to make character judgments work for you, what you can do to affect the way others see you. It turns out that when we decide how we feel about someone, we are making not one judgment, but two. The criteria that count are what we call strength and warmth. Strength is a person's capacity to make things happen with abilities and force of will. When people project strength, they command our respect. Warmth is the sense that a person shares our feelings, interests, and view of the world. When people project warmth, we like and support them. So we warm to warm people, but dislike cold ones. We take seemingly strong people seriously, but often disregard those who seem weak and inconsequential. People who project both strength and warmth impress us as knowing what they are doing and having our best interests at heart. So we trust them and find them persuasive. They seem willing, warm, and able, strong, to look out for our interests. So we look to them for leadership and feel comfortable knowing they are in charge. Strength and warmth are the principal criteria on which all our social judgments hinge. That's a radical statement right there. And that's why this book, it, whether you're a leader or not, whether you're running a company or not, this is must, a must read for, for anyone as far as I'm concerned because it really gives you a new psychology of how we move about in the world and how we are drawn to some people and not drawn to others and look to some people and not look to others when it comes to getting things done, leadership, inspiration, and all that stuff. Strength and warmth are the pr principal criteria on which all our social judgments hinge. Once you grasp this insight, it opens up a whole new window on the human experience. You can understand why a person is appealing by looking closely at how they project strength and warmth. Or, if a person is not so appealing, you can see what makes them seem cold or weak. The waitress's sweet talk projects warmth, while her level gaze suggests she does not put up with nonsense. The boss's awkward posture projects insecurity and undercuts his employee's respect for him. The customer service rep projects warmth by sympathizing with the caller, saying that the error must have been aggravating, 
but then expresses confusion about the problem, projecting weakness and losing the caller's confidence. Like a cost-benefit analysis or a pros and cons list, the strength and warmth lens reveals something fundamental about our experience. It will open up your eyes. That's why this was such a powerful book for me. It opens up your eyes to all this. So I'm, I, want to, I want to break down how the book describes strength and warmth in a bit more detail so that you have a greater understanding of it because I still find when I explain this concept to people, it can be misunderstood. So let's start with strength. Strength gets things done. As a personal quality, strength is a measure of how much a person can impose their will on our world. People, people who project it command our attention, in part because we need to know if they are going to use their strength in ways that help us or in ways that harm us. Grudgingly or gladly, we respect people who project strength. When people seem weak, we are not as concerned with what they want because they cannot make it happen anyway. We do not pay much attention to them unless we want something specific, and they generally have less to offer. Our personal ethical code may well dictate that we treasure them as fellow human beings, but they lack the ability to affect our world. And in that sense, they do not matter as much. And the book addresses the skeptics. It addresses the skepticism that some people have about how strength is not necessarily an admirable trait. And what it says is most of us recognize and respect people who project traditional strength signals. We are impressed by people who show talent, whether it is navigating around a race course or navigating around a room. Most people perceive dominant people as more credible than submissive people. The very act of asserting yourself boosts your standing as someone who matters. This should not be too surprising. If you won't stand up for yourself, why should anyone else take you seriously? But not everyone sees strength the same way. Some people are suspicious of traditional strength signals. They distrust the salesperson who booms confidence, for instance, preferring one who expresses more moderate opinions and acknowledges uncertainties. These people suspect the bluster may be masking weakness, that since this person is getting by on style, it is a good bet there is no substance behind it. These feelings can be motivated by jealousy of others' social skills, but even then they are sometimes right that the emperor has no clothes. We can learn to project strength and elicit reactions of respect and even fear from the people around us. But strength alone can only take us so far. To move beyond respect to admiration, we also need to be liked. And to do that, we need to project warmth. Warmth, for our purposes, is what people feel when they recognize they share interests and concerns. It is a sense of being on the same team. If strength is about whether someone can carry out their intentions, Warmth is about whether you will be happy with the result. When people project warmth, we like them. Think about your own life. Think about someone you respect, someone you admire, and think about their attributes and characteristics. And what about them projects strength and what about them projects warmth? Because anyone you admire, deeply admire, projects strength and warmth, this combination. And the thing, the tricky thing is, is that they operate in direct opposition to one another. Naturally, the more you move towards strength, the colder you become. And the more you move towards warmth, the weaker you become. So it's this dance between the two. And the rare people that embody these attributes in that fashion, embody these attributes fully, and walk that fine line between them, these are the most charismatic, the most inspirational, the most influential people 
in our world. There's a couple main takeaways from the book I want to share with you. One is called The Tomato Rule. And it says, there is one especially critical difference in the way we judge each of these qualities, strength and warmth. Warmth operates under something we call the tomato rule. Just as one freezing night can ruin a garden full of tomatoes, one cold incident in which you show clearly that you do not share another person's interests or care about how they feel can make it very difficult to reestablish warmth between you and that person later. If you come across as cold once, the impression sticks. And strength works in the inverse way. Demonstrating your strength affirmatively just once goes a long way towards establishing yourself as strong. That impression sticks. There are limits to this, of course. If you start a new job performing at a high level, but then slack off, you will eventually undo your initial impression of competence. But it will probably take a while. All in all, this is a phenomenal book, one of my top five. As I said, I highly recommend reading this if you want to do anything with your life, which I know you do. Um, it gives a lot of good tangible examples of how we view people through gender, through race, through age. It gives excellent tips on how to improve and dial up and down your strength and more capabilities, especially in the workplace, which is where a lot of this stuff has the most impact. It talks about body language. It talks about using your vo vocal projection. Very powerful book. Highly recommend it. And we'll talk to you soon. See you next time.